Hey Avengers, welcome back to The Good Play, a podcast normally about NBC's The Good Place. My name is Brianna, and with me on the line, she's fast and I'm weird, it's my sister Marissa. You get the better power set in this equation. Oh, well, I don't really understand it. No, 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 no. It's never explained. (laughs) Never explained, and it can, like, mess with people's minds, but also just straight up kill robots? So, like... I don't really get it. I guess what I can do is, like, walk around with, like, you know, my hands kind of in, like, weird shapes and, like, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. wearing, like, a low-cut blouse. Sure, sure. And, you know... Have a really bad accent. Yeah, just menacing people. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's it. Yep. But you can run really fast, and you're in the new X-Men series as well. So you're sort of (laughs) cross-promoting. Excellent. Um, so in honor of Captain Marvel and in anticipation of Avengers Endgame, which is coming up soon, I have my tickets. Yay! Oh, I don't. We're revisiting or visiting for the first time some other Marvel movies for a theme we like to call Avengers pregame. This week we watched Age of Ultron starring literally everyone, plus James (laughs) Spader as a creepy robot. (laughs) This movie has, like, everyone in it. That's how, I mean, I forget. Uh, it doesn't have Shuri, so That's it's garbage. <laughs> I think it's garbage for some other reasons, too. But that the chief among them is Shuri's absence. Yeah, I mean, do we want to talk about this up top at all before we get into the recap? Or, like... Yeah, sure. Okay. I did not care for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I did not care for this one bit. <laughs> Your your text message to me last night, I was in the middle of it, your text message to me last night was, quote, that movie was garbage. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't, this is the one Avengers movie I hadn't seen. You know, I saw the first one in the theaters. I saw the first one in the theaters specifically because uh, we lost power and it was July and we had to go find air conditioning. (laughs) So we thought, it was like, this is the longest movie that we're going to want to see. Let's go see Avengers. And I enjoyed it. Yeah, I me too. Don't remember it super well, but I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I remember the part about um, the old German people being like, "No, no, no! You tricked us with the Nazis. We're not. Won't get fooled again." I remember what? that part. Don't you remember when Loki goes to like some German opera? Oh yeah, or whatever? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. He's like kneel before me, and they're like, mm, "We did this once. We're good. Yeah, we're good." So. Uh, I'd seen that one, and obviously, you know, we did an episode about Infinity War, so I've yes. seen Infinity War, but mm-hmm. this was the one that I had skipped. I I don't remember why I skipped it. Maybe it got bad reviews, and I was like, and, or maybe like a, like my friends or something were like, well, it's not really worth seeing in the theaters or something, so I just skipped it, and then I never went back to it because it didn't seem like I needed to, but now... Ugh. You also had a pretty small... No, it was 2015. So my firstborn was three and I didn't have my second born yet. So it would have actually been prime time for me to actually get out of the house. Mm, Okay. But I just didn't. I thought I was going to be able to get this movie out of the library. And then I went to the library and I showed them on my phone. I said, it says you have this movie here. And they looked for it and they're like, yeah, beats us. So I did end up paying $4 to rent it, which I'm annoyed about oh no <laughs> the library failed you for the first time in your life yeah it's 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 quite frankly devastating <laughs> <laughs> anyway i i mean so 
on the one hand, like, I kind of appreciated, like, okay, I see Vision's backstory. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I see Scarlet Witch's backstory. That's also somewhat interesting. Mm -hmm. And I kind of see where the Sokovia Accords must have sort of stemmed from. I'm not watching Civil War. I 100% refuse. Okay. But, like, I get that this is a groundwork for that. Yeah, but, I mean, I so, summing up Civil War is essentially that like Tony feels a hundred percent responsible for everything that happened in this movie as, as he, he should, should. <laughs> and so he is like, we need to go along with the Sokovia Accords. And Cap, having lived through World War Two, is like, yeah, it's not great when you know governments get to like just sort of run roughshod over people's rights and that includes ours and what all that kind of stuff and so they end up on opposite sides of of this like enormous thing and they almost punch each other to death and it's mm-hmm. not a it's not fun to watch i, right. I haven't That's why re-watched I don't see it. it yeah but this movie lays the groundwork this the end in sokovia and also hulk's like giant hulking out in an unnamed African city, we will get to that, um, is, like, supposed to lay the groundwork for, like, turning on the Avengers. Like, people turning on the Avengers and saying, like, they just cause a ton of collateral damage and, like, tons of people are dying. And, look, they're not wrong. Like, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of collateral damage in this movie. So I think that's a big part of it. And so then it just basically becomes Tony's guilt and Cap's sort of, like, righteous anger you know, at each other. Nobody comes off in this movie smelling like a rose, I'll tell you that right now. Nope. Nobody does. Maybe Thor? I guess Vision? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like, Thor didn't do anything objectionable, I guess. He was like, I don't know, that guy can pick up my hammer. That means he's a good guy. Let's go. Like, okay, I'd buy that, I guess. Thor was, sort of had his own, like, side quest that I didn't understand at the time, but now I understand. Oh, good. You can explain it. Having seen the rest, having seen Infinity War, so. And I did like, you know, this does set up Thor 3, right? In terms of, Mm -hmm. you know, we see that video footage of Natasha trying to tell Bruce to come back. Yeah. So that was useful. How about, I put it this way with this movie, that as a setup movie or as a movie that is tied to other movies in this giant uh, franchise... I think there are things about it that are valuable, but as a standalone movie, it's kind of a mess and doesn't really work as its own story. I mean, this is what we said about that Black Mirror episode, right? Like, it doesn't work as a piece of entertainment. <laughs> like, right. it, it might work as social commentary or something, but it doesn't work as a piece of entertainment. <laughs> right. I mean, it's not... Yeah. So that's kind of where I fall. Like, there are things about it that I enjoyed. Like, I thought that first fight sequence was actually pretty cool uh, when they're storming the Hydra base. But as a... And, and it does sort of... By the way, which movie did S.H.I.E.L.D. fall in? Oh, I thought it was this one. Uh, yeah, I, right? <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s already dead? What happened? When? Was I supposed to do reading for this movie? Like, come on. You know what? Wait a second. At this point, I've seen all the major movies. Like, why has this big thing happened off screen for me? I must have been Winter Soldier because Winter Soldier came out in 2014. (sighs) Winter Soldier, come on. 
I actually liked Winter Soldier. I mean, no, that's fine. I'm not I'm not dissing Winter Soldier. I'm just saying that, like, <sighs> there are people who are just going to go see the movies that have the word Avengers in the title. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think in order to, by the time you get to Endgame, somebody would do, like, a big public service if they were just like, here's everything you need to know in, like, a bulleted list. <laughs> it's not going to be me, because I clearly don't have the memory for it, but some some nerd should do it. <laughs> yeah, um, nerds, we know you're out there. <laughs> um, should we, I guess, get into the recap? Although, I gotta be honest, like, I didn't 100% know what was going on through a lot of this movie. <laughs> like, okay, I can I was, I was in. I was really trying to pay attention and make sense of it. But first of all, I don't know if you felt this way. And it might have just been my television. But, like, I really felt like the sound mixing was not good. Like, I didn't even notice. Okay. So did you watch it with headphones or something? No. Okay. So, well, I, so this may have been my television. But, like, I always felt like the noise of the fighting and the, like, all the sort of non-speech sound was drowning out the speech. And there was a lot of very intense, like, whispering and mumbling and stuff. And I was like, what are you saying? And I tried to turn on captions and I couldn't turn on captions because, I don't know, I I thought I was fairly technically literate, but every day it's proving less and less true. (laughs) Yeah, I had captions on, maybe that's why it didn't bother me as much. Yeah, yeah, if I had had captions on, I wouldn't find, but there were a lot of times where I was like, what was, what did he just, okay, I guess, and I can't rewind either, so I guess I'm just. (laughs) moving forward you can't rewind why not i don't know i tried hitting rewind and fast forward and it just are you like, sure jumped me. Th- are you sure your remote's just not busted i'm not sure okay <laughs> so i like you just i like the image of you sitting there like well never gonna know about that and then just like moving on exactly it's how we used to watch things like on tv right yes it, it takes you back to like you it know. does. I remember back when I, I was a, I was a rabid X Files fan, and like I was on the X Files. <laughs> uh, I mean, I haven't watched the new ones or anything, and uh, I'm about to date myself a big time. I used to go on the Usenet uh, X Files fan, you know, alt.tv.xfiles to discuss afterwards. <laughs> and I remember do, one do, time. Do, do, do. Thank you. And I remember one time missing the first five minutes of the episode and, like, missing, like, a huge important thing and, like, just totally missing almost, like, the point of the episode, right? And just being, like, all over the alt.tv.xfiles being like, well, I think this or such. And people being like, didn't you see the first five minutes? I'm like, no, because if you miss them, they're gone forever. <laughs> it's the 90s. <laughs> so this this experience was like a... Like a throwback, yeah. Throwback for you. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, well, I'll chime in if you need me to. Yeah, thanks. It opens on a... So, I'm still not clear. So, Sokovia is a legend. <laughs> already, you're like, I don't know. <laughs> so, Sokovia is allegedly a city, but also this base is in Sokovia, which makes me think it's a country. I... This, this military base is not in the middle of that city that gets destroyed at the end of this. So, like, uh, Sokovia is a place name. That's as much as I can say. Is it a city? Is it a country? Is it a region? Maybe, like, you know, the the, the eastern seaboard is a region? I don't know. It's a... I'm, there are, <laughs> you're not the only person. Oh, okay. Officially, the Republic of Sokovia is a small country in Eastern Europe. Okay. Its so... capital city is Novigrad. Is that the city that gets destroyed at the end of Probably. this? Probably. Okay. 
I'm so tired. So it's, it's a fine. tiny, it's a it's a tiny former Eastern Bloc country. Right? Sure, it's like former USSR, right? That's yeah. that was that was what I took away from it. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that they say it's a country because I was like the 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 form of the word Sokovia makes me think it's a country because it's like Latvia, right? Right. Anyway, like, Asian Aunt Robin is like they've had a rough history, and you kind of under, are supposed to understand that, like it's you know the former the, USSR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. The Avengers attack this research, Hydra research base in Sokovia. They're looking for Loki's scepter, and they make it out like they have been looking all over for this. Mm-hmm. Just kind of avenging left, right, and center, trying to find this scepter. And one of the Hydra agents is like, send out the twins. But then someone else is like, no, 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 no. They're not ready. And we kind of see the twins huddling in a corner. And it's a guy who looks like Logan Paul. Yeah! And... <laughs> And it's uh, Scarlet Witch. I know who Scarlet Witch is because I saw <laughs> I saw Infinity War. Yeah, I don't think they ever say Scarlet Witch out loud or Quicksilver out loud. No, they don't. And I think one time somebody says Wanda. Like again, was I supposed to do reading for this movie? And the same thing happens in Infinity War. They never give this. They never give her a name. They just well, she gets an introduction in this because Agent Aunt Robin says it. Do, oh, that's right. She does. Well, she she says the Romanoff twins. Does she actually say Maximoff? Maximoff. Sorry, Romanoff yeah. is Natasha. The Maximoff twins. Does she actually give them names? Yeah. She says Wanda and Pietro Maximoff. They have these like weird powers. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So again, this I had a problem with the sound on this movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Iron Man deploys the Iron Legion, which is a bunch of like robot Iron Man suits to like the nearby area being like I am trying to keep you safe like Which, get like, out do of- these people speak English I you, that's exactly you, what I was thinking I was you like, have can't this- you program them for like some eastern Sokovish. European it's just like Sokovian <laughs> yeah who knows I mean, that was the most, I was like, this is just culturally insensitive. Like, yeah. you have the smartest, like, Jarvis is the smartest AI in the world, except maybe not so much. We'll find out in a few minutes. Yeah. But, like, and you can't make it talk in other languages. Like, cut me a brark. Like, a brark? <laughs> it's from, uh, it's from the Kroll show. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> so, anyway, he tries to send out these robot this iron legion to protect them but they just like throw tomatoes at them basically like they're not into the avengers at all i mean it's not clear to me and i'm not sure i want the backstory here it's not clear (laughs) it's not clear to me why they already have negative feelings about iron man but they do i didn't necessarily take it as they had negative feelings about iron man i took it as they have negative feelings about being like occupied why are they occupied by whom by... Well, didn't you see the posters on the wall? There were like Iron Man posters with like his head scribbled out on the oh. wall. Maybe that maybe it's because they have a Hydra base in their country, and so it's like anti. <laughs> maybe it's propaganda. I don't no, know. No, that's just a funny thought of like Hydra being like, "How do we get the populace to be on our side? Let's put up, <laughs> let's put up avant-garde artwork against if you, the." Other... I'm sorry. If you've ever seen Russian, like, you know, uh, Russian propaganda posters. That is a fair point. (laughs) Russian constructivist propaganda posters are (laughs) the coolest things in the universe. And they're ordering women to breed for the glory of the the USSR. Yes. Look them up. It's crazy. Anyway. So maybe they were like, we have to continue our 
you know, the Soviet, like, it worked for the Soviets, <laughs> let's try some posters. You could be, you could be totally right. <laughs> so, Quicksilver manages to really hurt Hawkeye, because Hawkeye is just a guy, y'all! <laughs> He's just a guy! Yeah, he's very good. He does. There's it, that's lampshaded later in the movie oh, yeah, yeah, when yeah, he's yeah, talking yeah. to Scarlet Witch, which I was like, oh, that's a Joss Whedon line. By the way, this is a Joss Whedon film, which they remind you of a couple times. Yeah, there were definitely a few times in here I was like, oh, that's. I mean, that has the stink of Joss Whedon <laughs> all over it, including we I have don't to hate talk on Joss Whedon as much as a lot of other people do, but I don't. I don't hate him. I just think he has his very recognizable tropes and archetypes. And That's also, fair. we have to have a discussion about the thing in the middle of this movie that made every feminist on the planet have a simultaneous rage-gasm. Oh, see, I didn't mind it, but whatever. We'll it's get her- there. Yeah, we will. So, <laughs> Tony breaks into the Hydra base, copies the files off their computer, finds a secret door, and that's where they're keeping the scepter. But it, se- it seems like and again, I didn't understand this movie. I feel very much like June Diane Raphael right now. <laughs> I was going to say, I June, did not understand sure this movie. But, <laughs> but at some point, somebody mumbles something about like, let them find the weapon and then like, we'll surrender the weapon and then they won't go looking for more, right? I mean, wasn't this kind of planned? Yeah. So here's what I understood from that. That Strucker, this guy that they were after. Which, by the way, I was like, well, am I supposed to know who this is? I, I don't think so. I actually okay. don't know. Was like, if we let them just find the weapon, then they won't find all the other ish we've been working on. And I believe he means they won't get to the fact that we've been doing experiments on people and we've been killing people by accident because nobody can survive the, like, Wanda and Pietro are the only ones who have survived the human enhancements that Hydra's been doing, other than Bucky. So... What about uh, Red Skull? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if he's a part of their, this particular like human enhancement thing, or if that happened separately. Fair enough. So I, my understanding of that was we don't want them to know that we've been doing like human experiments, but everything else is kind of fair game. Like if we give them this, then like whatever. It wasn't ours to begin with. I don't know. That was weird because obviously it's the most powerful thing they could possess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. He's a dum-dum. He dies later, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. So while Tony is, like, approaching the scepter, Scarlet Witch, like, bamfs in, basically. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't actually bamf like Nightcrawler, but she just kind of whooshes in like a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and she kind of gives him a vision of everybody that he loves dead. Like, yeah. all all the event, not Pepper, like, all the Avengers dead and Cap very dramatically being like, you could have saved us. <laughs> I die. Like, <laughs> and then he, and then Scarlet Witch goes around and gives everybody bad dreams. Thor is being killed by Idris Elba for some reason. Who is? He, he's like, you sent Asgard, all of Asgard to hell, which happens in Thor three. Right. So like, yes. So that I get like you killed us. Now I understand it, but I had to have seen Thor 3 in order to right, understand. You have to have seen bit. a movie that came out two years later. <laughs> right, right, in order to understand sense. his vision. 
and Cap sees like a ballroom in the forties. Yeah, this made me so. It's sad. it's it's very much like The Shining, like bad dream kind of stuff, where like a lot of people are happy and dancing, and some people are like lying, dying of a gunshot wound, and Peggy being like, "The war is over. Can't we just be happy now?" And it's like, but it's not. It's not like what the other guys see. It's very tame <laughs> compared to what the other guys see. Yeah, I mean, Cap's, but I think Cap's biggest regret, like, he did the thing to save all the people, right? Like, Tony right. and Thor have yet to do the things that would save all their people and actually, in in trying to do that, destroy their all their people. Whoops. Where? Uh, Cap's sort of lingering issues are around, you know, his regrets around this one person in his life. And so that made me really sad. I was like, Peggy, I love her. I love her so much. I know. She's the best. So. And then Natalie sees her training. Natasha? Sorry. Yes, you're right. I call her Natalie. Natasha. Sees her training. And uh, we get glimpses of some yikes kind of medical procedures. Yeah, it's looking gross. So they get on the plane with the scepter. At some point, Black Widow had to talk Hulk down out of his Hulk state. So now it's Bruce Banner sitting in the Quinjet. And he's like, I was the Hulk, whatever. But I was I was like, oh, you're so cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a, if you like Mark Ruffalo, if you're, like, attracted to Mark Ruffalo, this movie uh-huh, does a uh-huh. lot for you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, they, they made this scene just for me. Yeah, yep. Black Widow is hardcore hitting on uh, Banner the whole movie, and he yeah. is usually unaware <laughs> of that fact, which is yes. pretty great. So a doctor named Dr. Cho, who's a South Korean, is coming in to help Hawkeye, who, like, lost a big old patch of his body or something. <laughs> it's not totally clear. You just clear. got a chunk taken out. <laughs> yeah, basically. This movie is PG-13, so you don't really see... Thank God you don't really see any gore, so it's not super clear what actually happened to him. So, they're like, oh, what is this scepter for? blah blah We don't they're know. back in Stark Tower now. Yeah, so which has a big A for Avengers on it, right? Yeah, the big A used to be for Stark, and then all the other letters fell off. So Oh, that's a, right. Yeah. The, it's the middle A in Stark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you have right Aunt Robin, <laughs> that or him himium Robin. <laughs> I can I only she's gonna be Aunt Robin to me for the rest of my life. Agent so Aunt it's Robin. Kobe Smolders, right? Is the yeah. actress's name, mm-hmm. and her character's name is Maria Aunt Hill. Robin. Maria. Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I call her Agent Aunt Robin. That's all I call her. Yeah. So Agent Aunt Robin is like, okay, those two people who were like messing with you guys are. Wanda and Pietro Maximoff. He's fast and she's weird. So she, so Agent Aunt Robin got the job because she was Aunt Robin and because Joss Whedon was directing this and Lily, the woman who plays Lily on How I Met Your Mother, was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And so she was was Willow. Right. So they were buds and she was like, hey, you want to cast my friend in this movie? And Joss Whedon was like, sure. So that's, I mean... (laughs) That's how she got the job. Yikes. So, it is Agent Aunt Robin. That's right. Sure. So she's former, she's in the first Avengers movie and she's, she's former S.H.I.E.L.D. But S.H.I.E.L.D. I guess died in Winter Soldier or whatever. Yeah. And at some point Cap is like, this is what S.H.I.E.L.D. is supposed to be. And I'm like, okay, I don't know why S.H.I.E.L.D. is dead. So this statement doesn't really affect me, but okay. 
They volunteered for Hydra's experiments. Dun, dun, dun. So they have an axe to grind. We just don't know what it is yet. Yeah. And Dr. Cho fixes Clint, gets him, you know, good as new. She's building him tissue. Uh, and she says something about a regeneration cradle. It's it's Chekhov's regeneration cradle. Yeah. So Tony and Bruce, the two scientists of the group, are like looking at the scepter and the gem is holding something that is the, the, he he Tony throws up these absurd visualizations of like the neural nets of Jarvis and then the thing that's inside of this gem. And it's like, oh, look how much more advanced it is. OMG. And Tony's like, this is how we're going to create Ultron. Which, by the way, had this ever been mentioned in any of the movies prior? I don't think prior? so. Okay, I don't cool. Think so. so I didn't need to do the reading for this part. He's like, you know, if, if just, if, if planet-wide defense could just be completely handed over to an AI, like, you know, he says the next time that earth has invaders you know if they couldn't get past the bouncer and he's imagining the bouncer being like a bunch of his iron suits all programmed with some like hellaciously intelligent ai that could just protect earth because in the last movie right which last movie the avengers the last avengers movie so the first avengers movie (laughs) the you know he's talking about like aliens coming from the sky and that's the other thing he saw in his vision with scarlet which was one of those giant like chitauri monsters yes 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 so that's what haunts him right is that like this came down into the city and like they were mostly powerless against it because it was just not a not something they'd ever seen before so his drive is to basically like okay how do we protect uh how do we protect like we can his whole thing is, like, we can protect from terrestrial threats, but, like, extraterrestrial threats are, like, a whole different ballgame. Right. Yeah. But then he's like, let's not tell any... And and by the way, Bruce's entire demeanor through this whole movie is like, I don't know, man. He's like, just like, no. Guys. No, not even that. He's just like, no, I don't want to But then do- he does it. And then later yeah. he does it, right? Like, he, he never actually says, absolutely not. This is not happening and walks away because Tony can't do this up by himself. He needs Bruce's help. Bruce right. is a smarter guy than Tony is. Yeah. My boyfriend, Bruce Banner. And so <laughs> he's like, Bruce is just like, God, Tony, I don't know if this is such a good idea, but he does it anyway. They're like, yeah, sure. Let's take this AI that we found inside of a mysterious object that's been held at Hydra base that we haven't vetted or anything. That used to belong to the god of mischief. Right. Let's just take this wholesale and just like upload it and I'm sure it'll be fine. Like, it's the stupidest bleeping decision. Like, I just, oh my god. (laughs) And Tony is such a jerkwad about it too. Yeah, he really is. He just like at every turn, he's just stomping his foot like, no, obviously, this is what has to happen. Like, ugh, yeah, he guys. Gets, he gets very defensive in this movie. And I, I and I think this is, again, like, I know you don't want to watch Civil War, but this really <laughs> comes... No, but, like, this really comes to a head in Civil War. Like, I think in this movie, he gets to have the bravado and he gets to have, like, a lot of the, like, righteous kind of, like, we need this, blah, blah, blah. And then he is totally humbled 
but becomes very righteously angry on the other side. And Cap, uh, like, finally is like, oh my god, dude, like, don't you understand? <laughs> We've all been through stuff that informs the way that we, like, look at all this. And Oh, yeah, <laughs> Tony is the most egocentric, yeah. solipsistic excuse. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. He's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it... D- it doesn't make any sense that he has to be Iron Man, right? Like, he designs the technology. It doesn't mean, like... Well, that's... You, could, you that's... could recruit a bunch of pure-of-heart individuals who were like, I would also like to protect the world, and you could make them a suit, and you could have a hundred iron people. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Why is it all about you? Why do you have to be the that's, one in the suit? That's all... That's Iron. That's what Iron Man 3 is about, by the way. Oh, okay. I guess but, I didn't see it. <laughs> but Iron Man 3 is basically about, like, Pepper being like, hey, this is ruining you and ruining our relationship. And, like, he's he poisons himself in order to, like... I've, actually, is that Iron Man 2? I think it's both of them. Like, <laughs> but his whole, like, once he becomes Iron Man, there's always this thing of, like, but you don't really need to be Iron Man. You like the attention and you like the glory and you like... And the power that it gives you and all these kinds of things. And so, like, I mean, there's a part of that that's interesting to me. Like, mm-hmm. what happens if you give an egoma- a really intelligent egomaniac, like, you know... The power to be the world police. Exactly. Yeah. And we see what happens. <laughs> he forks up real bad in this movie. In a lot of movies, seems yep. like. <laughs> yep, yep. Doesn't do so hot in uh, Infinity War, either. Yeah. Oh, boy. So... Basically, they're having some big swinging party where Black Widow, it's hilarious. She's, like, trying so hard to hit on Bruce Banner. And he's just like, oh, whatever guy you're talking about seems real nice. Like, oh. (laughs) And Black Widow's just like, oh, my God. (laughs) I get it, though. I get it, Black Widow. I get it. The nerdy boys never think you're hitting on them. (laughs) So while they're all partying, but, like, after most of the guests have left... The Avengers are hanging out and they're like trying to pick up Thor's hammer and none of them can do it. And it's ha ha ha. And then all of a sudden there's this, we see like, like, like one of those animations, like, oh, you're inside the computer or whatever. And you just hear James Spader's voice like, huh, what's the, what am I? Oh, I don't feel so good. Like, what's all this then? You know? And Jarvis being like, oh, hi. Um, I'm not going to try to do the accent. <laughs> Jarvis being like, oh, hi. Um. Good, you're awake. Okay. Oh, um, you seem to have murderous intentions, so I'm just gonna depower. You. And then James Spader's voice being like, "No, I don't think so." And then Jarvis is gone. Yeah, he crushes Jarvis. Not is, great. Yeah. And then, and then this entity kind of uh, takes over the body of. It looks like maybe one of the Iron Legion that got. Yeah. Uh, damaged in yeah. Sokovia. Yeah. So it's kind of janky. It's soups janky. <laughs> and it's like, just like, hi, everybody. Uh, yeah, I guess I got to destroy the Avengers or whatever. And he's talking to the Avengers. Like, I got to destroy you guys or whatever. I've already killed once, so this shouldn't be too hard. And they're all like, um, what? So I got something to say about James Spader. <laughs> oh, okay. Just blanket. Um... He really likes a monologue. Like, in <laughs> well, this he movie... Didn't, he didn't write the script. No, no, no. But I'm saying that, like, in this movie, and I've also watched a fair amount of that show, The Blacklist. 
Okay. And he also plays, like, a creepy murderer guy, murderous guy in that movie. Kind of. He's on the FBI Most Wanted list. Anyway. And that's a show that's, like, action, 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 action. And then at least once an episode, James Spader has to have, like, a three to five minute monologue about something. (laughs) And so there's a part of me that's, like... Did they get James Spader and then he was like, it's in his writer that he has to have these <laughs> monologues? I don't or did think they... so. Right. I mean, I'm kind of making a joke. Or was it the other way around where they were like, well, we've got all these monologues. Who loves to monologue? James Spader. Let's get that's, him. His voice is super creepy. Yeah, that's my suspicion. Yeah. Which he, I thought he did. I mean, for the material he was given, I thought he did a great job. Oh, for sure. I have absolutely no no second thoughts about the casting of James Spader. I think it was uh, yeah. inspired. But he has a lot, there are a lot of monologues in this movie coming yeah, for directly a, from him. <laughs> for a robot, he sure is concerned about the question of God. Yup. <laughs> Which was yep. weird. weird. <laughs> like, if you're a robot, you, that shouldn't bother you at all. Yep. You're a robot. But yep. anyway... Yeah. Or an AI, I guess. So, yeah, I don't know. Ultron smashes the place up. And the only reason that, he, that everybody gets away really is like Thor kind of hammers him. <laughs> right? So thankfully, Thor, you know, Thor is Thor's Thor. He doesn't have to hulk out like Banner. right? Yeah. So Thor is able to just sort of, you know, clock this thing. At, but that's obviously, you know... He's an AI. He's already he, it, I guess. It's an AI. It's already sort of spread itself like a virus through the entire, the net, as the they net. keep call They keep saying it. I was like, guys, what we year are, is it? we are 20 years past that being an acceptable phrase to say the net. Joss Whedon, cut me a break. So I didn't really understand why he why Ultron went back to Sokovia. By the way, its name is Ultron, I guess. Because mm-hmm. he let it... Can I just say he... He lets... Yeah. He lets... Even though he hates Tony Stark, he lets Tony Stark name him. Okay, whatever. Why does he go back to Sokovia? Well, they have a whole bunch of, of robots in that workshop. So he's starting to build his, you know, legion. His own kind of Ultron legion there using all the robots in that workshop that Tony found the scepter in. Um, But other than that, I guess because he was looking for Wanda and Pietro, which doesn't Mm. really make any sense. I don't know how he knows that they're there. Well, he knows everything, I think. I guess that's true. He, he like, at some point, Black Widow's like, he knows us better than we know each other. Like, he, he instantly got access to everything when he, like, ate Jarvis. So, oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, so he knows because Wanda, like, lets... Tony take the scepter and Pietro's like, we're just going to let him take it. And she kind of like smiles maniacally because she like wants Tony Stark to fall. Right. Like she wants him to, to yeah, we'll get her backstory in a minute. Screw up. And yeah. so he, she's just like, let him have this thing. Cause he doesn't know what to do with it. And then, so when Ultron shows up in Sokovia, she's like, Oh, I knew that Tony would do something dumb. I didn't think it would be this. <laughs> this dumb. <laughs> She doesn't think Ultron is dumb, though, until, like, way... Or, like, she doesn't think he's evil until, like, way later. And I'm like, are you serious? He sounds like I, James Spader. I know. That's it was first just like, clue. 
It was the most obviously evil entity. Like, just, I mean, not just, not just evil, but psychotic, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the, you can be, so Thanos is evil, but not psychotic. Thanos is very, has, no, 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 no. Thanos has very orderly thinking, right? Oh, I see. Yes. Like, he doesn't do something unexpected. He doesn't snap and suddenly have a different personality or something like Thanos is just like okay I need to do xyz okay xyz now if in the process he murders billions of people he just doesn't care because he's evil yeah but Ultron is a psychopath (laughs) Ultron is just like oh you've made me upset I'm gonna rip your arm off like that yeah that happens (laughs) that's that's a psychopath yeah (laughs) yeah and somehow Scarlet Witch doesn't realize it until much later. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's with not him great at when, reading people. She's with him when she when he rips that guy's arm off. And if I were her, I'd be like, "Well, it's been real. <laughs> I'm in a salvage yard on a boat in a very dicey on an situation." African coast. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> um, so no, okay, let's let's, let's let's not fast forward. So okay. like, so for some reason, Ultron wants to recruit Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. It's not clear to me why. He says something like, clear. I mean, he says, like, he basically says Scarlet Witch is going to tear the Avengers apart, right? And mm-hmm. I guess Quicksilver is just part of the package deal. Right. They're like, they're very close twinsies. They're, right. They, yeah. All they have is each other. Because uh, some Stark industry bombs bombed their house. Now, the bombs didn't bomb themselves. I mean, it's not clear to me who bombed their village. Yeah. I mean, and this is. Iron Man 1, right? Like, this right. is, this is, he sees his own bombs being used against innocent people, and that, but that's what gives him the complex that means that he has to become Iron Man. So, but never in this movie, I mean, he says very quickly, he's like, that wasn't me, right? Like, when right. she's, you know, when she kind of confronts him about it, she's like, that wasn't what I was about. Yeah, it's, but, but yeah, it's not clear who actually, like, you would think if, I don't know, maybe it was supposed to be the Americans, but I actually don't know because we weren't directly at war with the USSR. It's not clear. They were 10 years old, so that would have been the 90s. Sure. So this is post-USSR, so that would be weird. Yeah, it would be weird. So it's it's not clear to any of us. So yeah, she doesn't have a vendetta against... The people who bomb them. She has a vendetta right. against the person who made the bomb, which is weird. But I guess if you're trapped under a bed for two days waiting to die, maybe that does something to you. Right. There's, an, uh, there's unexploded ordnance in their bedroom. So that's why they're trapped there. And yeah. she keeps thinking that every time rescuers try to come get them, that they're going to die because this unexploded ordnance is going to become exploded ordnance. Right. So they have to... The Avengers, because all their computer files have been, like, messed up by Ultron, they are going through paper files to try to figure out something. I forget what. Something about Um, Vibranium? No, they find out something about Vibranium. They're looking for files on Strucker because Ultron killed Strucker. Oh, right. Yes. And And they find a connection to Ulysses Claw, who stole a bunch of Vibranium. In Black Panther. Yep. This was his introduction. Yeah, so it's Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis, I would say Andy Serkis's accent is different in this movie than it is in Black Panther. It might be. <laughs> Which was a little weird. So they're all they're all converging on the same place, which is 
Ulysses Claw's um, vibranium hideout. Where he, he he stole a bunch of vibranium out of Wakanda and he put it on like a ship outside Africa. Are you or is it time for you to laugh about Africa? African coast? Are you serious? And 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 the ambient soundtrack music is just generic like African drumming. I was like, oh that's no 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 no. Okay. I just very quickly have something to say. Africa has a lot of coasts. I'm assuming that they didn't want to pick a particular part of Africa because they didn't want to associate this kind of unseemly behavior with a particular part of Africa. So maybe that, but, um, you know, I think we can, like, going for some realism here, right? You could say Horn of Africa, that's pretty big. You could say, like, off the southern coast of Africa, that's pretty big, too. Ivory Coast, that's also pretty big. Like, I think you mean Cote d'Ivoire. Right, like, pick some, just, you know, that it's just a little, I was reading, I, like, it came up, and I had forgotten about that Chiron, and I was like, Af- African Coast. Okay, Africa's enormous. Can we all just, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and then, like, they totally rampage, like, a completely unnamed African city also. Yeah, I was annoyed by that, that they never gave that place a name. Right. And again, like, I could understand if they were like, well, we don't want to completely destroy, like, Cape Town. We don't want to say, like, oh, this is Cape Town. But, like... But they destroy New York all the time in the movies. Like, A, they destroy New York all the time. And B, like, Sokovia's not a real place. Just pick another... Oh, yeah, just make up, yeah. Make up a city. Make up a city that sounds, you know, like a port city in in an african country you know they just it, it felt lazy to me is all i'm saying yes it just yes. felt lazy we're never gonna th- get through this movie if we don't move oh, faster. jesus i know i've been yeah so at some point ultron tears claw's arm off and this is what i'm talking about with the psycho stuff yeah because because ultron says something that tony always said and claws like that that's a tony stark thing like oh that's weird and he's like don't compare me to tony stark why rip your arm off it's disgusting the Avengers get there, fight, 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 and they get their butts handed to them <laughs> big yeah. time because Scarlet Witch mind controls most of them, including Hulk, and that's the real problem. She mind controls Hulk, and Hulk goes on a rampage through an unnamed African city. Mm-hmm. And Iron Man has to take him down, and it's deeply unpleasant. <laughs> I, I fast forwarded. Did you really? Yeah, because I'd seen it before. I was like, Mm. I was like, everything about this I hate. They just punch each other. It's just a punch fest. It's so much collateral damage. I was just like, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. Yes. And Stark has to call in Veronica, which is like the orbital containment unit that Bruce made just in case I ever hulk out too hard. (laughs) Like Eye roll. Yeah, so he calls in Veronica, and that is somewhat helpful. He is basically, there's like a giant Iron Man suit involved, and like, punch, 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 anyway. Uh, you know, eventually, eventually Hulk, basically, eventually Hulk's mind control wears off. And that's what kind of does it. But, and the city has just been gutted. I mean, buildings knocked down, and people dead, and just roads ripped to shreds. I mean, it's awful. They get back on the jet and everyone is just like, oh, that was the worst. And Aunt Robin is like, hey, guys, um, just don't come 
back here. Like, nobody <laughs> wants yeah. to see you right now. So Clint's like, I know where we'll go. And he takes them to, like, a farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. And it turns out he has a wife and children. <laughs> Yeah. And it's the way he says it is so creepy. He says, Fury set me up with all this. And it makes it sound like Fury found him a wife and kids. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yes, it does. And it's obvious that Black Widow has met these kids before. They call her Auntie Nat. Yeah, but the rest of them are like, you have a wife and kids? Like, what is this? And, and Clint is like, yeah, I didn't want it. Like, I didn't want anyone to know about this, basically, so that nobody could ever use them against me which was very smart yep yep and clint's wife and he have a heart to heart and she's and he's like you think that they don't need me she's like no they do need you that's the scarier part (laughs) which is like that's true it is pretty scary when you need a guy who can just shoot arrows real good because like they're all stronger and faster and you know like more mech suited up than he is but he kind of has a head a level head on his shoulders and none of the rest of them do at this point yeah good point so Ultron breaks into Dr. Cho's lab and he's like, I could have killed you, but I didn't because I want that regeneration cradle. Ah, ha, 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 ha. And then he uses the mind gem to mind control her, just like we saw in the first Avengers movie. Yep. And then they're going to use vibranium and skin, maybe tissue, some sort of tissue. Yeah, tissue. From whom it, it never is said. Um, and the mind gem as like, all these like <laughs> this witch's brew basically yeah. into this regeneration cradle. This is so ridiculous. This whole thing in this regeneration cradle to make Ultron like an Android body, I guess is the, is the plan. Yeah. He keeps like whatever banner calls it like evolving. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Back at the farmhouse, Natasha is like trying to hit on Bruce again. I mean, it's way, this time he can't miss it. <laughs> She's like right outside the door when he comes out of the shower. Yeah. And I was like, oh, uh, uh, hello, uh, Marco Ruffalo. <laughs> How nice to see you. And she like gets like right up in his grill. And I was like, kiss, kiss. But they don't at this point. <laughs> and because so this is the thing that made all the feminists on the Internet extremely angry, which is that. Bruce is basically like, oh, like, Natasha, like, how could we ever, like, be together? Like, I mean, look at me. Like, I can't have... He says something like, I can't have kids do the math, which I was like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> no, seriously, what does that mean? I have I don't know. no idea what that means. Does it mean he thinks that his mutation affected his sperm? Or does he think that a crying baby would cause him to hulk out and, like, rip the baby? And I... <laughs> <laughs> He means he actually physically can't have children. Okay. Sure, I guess. I mean, we've had this discussion before, and you said he did expose himself to a lot of radiation. (laughs) He did. He did. And then Natasha says, neither can I, I'm paraphrasing, neither can I, the graduation ceremony where I, like, went to my assassin school or whatever was, they sterilized us, you know, because then nothing would ever be more important than the mission, you think you're the only monster on the team. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. I was with I was with it up until that line. 
Honestly, I was. I was like, why are the feminists so angry about this? And then it's like, oh, she called herself a monster because she's been sterilized. Cool, cool, yeah. cool, 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 You know, cool. now that you say it out loud, I, I, <laughs> my brain kind of skipped over that line. <laughs> yeah. Not great. I mean, yeah, that's not great. Nope. But, th- but the fact that she is sterile, that doesn't bother me. The fact that she, or the fact that she has complicated feelings about it doesn't bother me. But don't call yourself a monster. That's... That's rough. That's really rough. I mean, other, so the only way that I can kind of defend that line in any way is is that it's Joss Whedon. No, I was going to say that everybody on the team, except for Captain America, uh, I guess, I don't want to say, maybe not everybody, but like three fourths of the team have moments where they say like, we're a monster, right? You're a monster. I'm a monster. Like, let's get used to this, right? Like Tony says it to Banner. She says it to him. Like, they're all trying to be like, we're not, like, there are side effects that come with, like, doing what we do or being who we are. But Tony made himself a monster. That's fine. He's kind of like, you know. But yeah, that is really rough. I didn't, uh, yep. Yep. (laughs) I don't mind, but I don't mind that she, like, I, so I assumed people were angry because, you know, her storyline is about her, like, her inability to have children and that's sort of her worth or whatever. But like, I didn't mind necessarily that she was concerned with, or like any of them were concerned about having kids or whatever, or having a family because that's why they put them in the farmhouse. Right. It's very clear when they arrive that cap is having a really hard time yes. because he can't have any of this. Right. Like, or he, well, misses shot. That's not, is that fair? I mean, he's still a young guy, and and I don't really believe that there's one person on the planet that you could ever be with. You know what I'm I mean? I'm saying he feels like he can't have any of it. Okay. Whether or not that's actually true, right? Because at the end, Tony's like, you'll get there. He's like, I don't know, right? Right. Um, but he's having a really hard time because this is something that he missed out on. So yes. that kind of stuff didn't bother me. But yeah, don't call yourself a monster if you can't have kids. That's <laughs> that's That's rough. That's real yeah. rough. Yeah, it was not Joss. Good. Dear Joss. Joss. Why, Joss? Why you gotta be Joss, Joss? Yeah, Fury shows up, which is good. It's nice to have a Friendly calm, face. calm, commanding presence in the room, and that's what Fury is. And I, it, it's something, you know, Stark's trying to fix a tractor, and Fury, like, appears out of the shadows and is basically like, hey, don't turn the tractor into a murder bot. And it's like... Yeah, good That's point. Meg's it's a favorite legitimate line, concern. Meg's favorite line in the whole movie was "Hello, dear," because this is a John Deere tractor. Oh, Meg, you are an enigmatic woman. <laughs> so Tony's talking to Nick, and he's just like, "I saw a vision of everybody dead, and that wasn't the worst part." And Fury's like, "I know the worst part is that you were alive. Like that's." Like, that's how this stuff works, and I, I get it, right? Obviously, Fury gets it, like, of everybody. Yeah. Fury's the one who survived everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. except not the snap. Mother... <laughs> Sniff. Yeah, so now Thor goes on his side quest to see Stellar Skateboard, <laughs> a.k.a. Stellan Skarsgård. Um, not Stellar totally... Skateboard. <laughs> this is a very strange side quest. It's basically a dream vision quest... Where he wants to finish out having the the vision that Scarlet Witch gave him, mm-hmm. and I don't understand why Stellar Skateboard had to be involved, and mm-hmm. it's weird. And all we see is basically the same dream as before, 
except he sees I'm, I'm just skipping ahead on this because i don't want to keep coming back to it he yeah. sees some of the infinity gems kind of like in spinning in the blackness of space that's basically yeah. it right and they're like converging yeah yeah so they're talking about ultron and they're like why hasn't ultron gotten the nuclear codes and it's like well somebody is changing the nuclear codes like at every moment to you know f- to thwart him and so that's interesting okay Oh, did we hey. skip the part where Captain America literally rips a log in half? Because yeah, I don't we have did. any. He... Oh, whew. sorry. That's it. That's all <laughs> I, I, I was to watching. Say. I was watching this like Brianna's having a good time right now. It's just that one moment. Just whoo <laughs> Anyway, can, we can continue. That's all I needed. So, bloody blah. Somehow they figure out that Doctor Cho's in danger. We cut to Doctor Cho's lab where the regeneration cradle is full of this witch's brew or whatever and so wanda's like oh i can like hear its mind so she can't read ultron's mind because ultron is like a not organic or whatever i guess yeah but she's she feels the thing in the regeneration cradle she <laughs> it's a little weird she uh she can read the mind of her pre-born boyfriend <laughs> that's a a strange sentence to say out loud and she's like oh i can hear him and and she kind of goes over and like reads his mind and she just and she just sees like basically the meteor that killed the dinosaurs (laughs) just like hitting the earth and like and she's just like oh my god what the what (laughs) like and she's finally turns on ultron is like oh you're crazy and ultron's like no 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 yes <laughs> he's like yeah but like you get it, it right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's basically like listen extinction's like not that big of a deal and she's like uh we gotta we gotta, we gotta get i here. just i have a hair appointment <laughs> Just she unmind controls Dr. Cho, who turns off the regeneration cradle, and then she gets shot. Yeah, it's not Dr. clear Cho. if she survives the movie. It is. We see her later. Yeah, but she's obviously quite wounded when we see her later. No, I mean, we see her at the very end. Oh, we do? Yeah, she's oh, okay. at the new Avengers facility, so she lives. Okay. Uh, there's just like a game of keep away with the cradle. So the Avengers show up, and... They have to, they just want to get the cradle to Tony. That's their only goal. And there's fighting and there's car chasing and like, who cares? We're like an hour into recording already. I swear to God, this movie is so long. (laughs) So Stark and Banner have the cradle and it's the exact, and Banner says like, I'm in a time loop. Like this is the exact same argument we were having before. Tony's like, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's different this time. It's not different this time. Spoiler it's the same alert. This time. It's the same. He's like he's like Jarvis has been the one who's been like um changing all the nuclear codes on Ultron. Jarvis has been like subconsciously keeping everybody safe and like let's put that <laughs> Jarvis, which somehow I've reconstituted, never explained. Somehow mm. I've reconstituted Jarvis and let's put that into this regeneration cradle and bruce is like what no (laughs) stop uh natasha gets kidnapped by ultron but she manages to morse code out a message to hawkeye which is pretty great i was like how is he monitoring every radio for whatever Uh, (laughs) so 
eventually, you know, so Captain America meets up with the twins and they've switched sides and he's and Cap says something like, oh, yeah, Tony's going to destroy what's in the cradle. And Scarlet, which is like, he's super not going to do that. You realize that, right? And Cap's like, oh, son of a. OK, let's. <laughs> so they all go to I guess somehow they get from I get where is I don't care. It's fine. Let's not chase down the details at South this point. Korea. Are they? It doesn't matter. Whatever. So they're all fighting and yelling around this cradle like. You know, and they're plugging it in and re- and unplugging it and yelling and, and Stark wants to upload Jarvis and then Banner is now on his side and Cap doesn't and the twins don't. And then Thor kind of just shows up and calls down lightning and Frankensteins this <laughs> regeneration yeah. cradle. This doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry, you've start, You've chosen now to say that something doesn't make any sense? I mean, I was willing to go along for the ride up to this point, and then I was like, this is like some highly engineered piece of biotech, and we're literally just going to use the technique from the 19th century horror novel of hitting it with lightning, and we're going to assume that's the thing that, like, come on. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, Thor lightnings the cradle and then a cradle opens up and then vision gets out well we don't we don't call him vision pretty much in this movie like he keeps being called the vision my vision yeah my yeah but but it is the guy we call vision in 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 infinity war so let's just call him vision right if you'll remember from our infinity war episode marissa going (laughs) is it a robot he's a guy He's, in my defense, he's neither. He is an android. That's very true. (laughs) And it's confusing. (laughs) So he kind of floats up. So he has a, he has one of the infinity stones in his forehead, right? The thing that was in the scepter. So Mm -hmm. he is unspeakably powerful. Right. And. Which is why in Infinity War, he was like, hey. Wanda, you have to kill me. And she was like, I can't. And we were all like, no, you super have to. <laughs> yeah. He's made of the infi- of the Infinity Stone of the Mind Gem. Like, you need to do that. Nope. Nope. So everyone's like, kind of like, okay, what's up with this guy? He kind of freaks out a little bit when he first gets out of the cradle, but then he, and he can fly because he's got the Mind Gem. And he's kind of, then he just kind of is like, oh, Hey everybody! Um, sorry about that. Yeah, um, yeah. We have to destroy Ultron, so like we should do that. And everyone's like, "Are you on our side?" And he's like, "I don't know. That's a complicated question. I'm on the side of life, and Ultron is on the side of extinction. So like, I'm against Ultron." And Thor's like, "Good enough for me. I like this guy." <laughs> right? And he can pick, and he and so uh, Vision picks up Thor's hammer and hands it to Thor, and is like, "Let's go." And everyone's like, "Oh, he just picked up Thor's." hammer that's so is that because vision is pure of heart or because vision has a an infinity gem powering him probably the latter okay but i don't know he seems like a nice guy (laughs) yeah he's he's pretty cool paul bellamy if you know (laughs) if 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 ultron had succeeded in making vision evil then planet earth would be donezo i was gonna say forked yes yeah yes 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 so, oh boy. Can we just, like, Some, the end of this movie just to kind of go, like, it's a giant fight? Well, so the the only important thing is that 
Ultron somehow. So let's. What did you say? Novigrad was the. Yeah. Was this, we, so let's assume it's Novigrad. It's never said, but let's, let's assume it's Novigrad. Ultron somehow. He's going to. His plan, which is unspeakably stupid, is to turn <laughs> the city of Novigrad into a meteor like the one that killed the dinosaurs. So, like, to basically pick it up and drop it. <laughs> it's going to be. Like the meteor that killed the dinosaurs. I can't even explain to you how stupid this plan is. It's so unbelievably stupid. It's not great. If you have... If you have enough kinetic energy to lift that landmass up, you have enough kinetic energy to just destroy... Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it takes a certain amount of kinetic energy to lift this thing up and then... That energy is released, you know, then you have the potential energy of it being hanging in the air or whatever, and then it releases that energy when it falls down and it hits the earth again. But if you have the energy to lift it up, then you have the energy to just blow up the earth without having to lift a city in the air. I, I, I mean, you are correct. (laughs) I'm not sure Joss Whedon passed physics class is all I'm saying. I didn't take physics, so. But yeah, I mean, you're correct. And also, there are, if you, I mean, I'll put it to you this way. uh, If, or I'll I'll just, you know, put this one out there. If you are an AI that can control every computer in the world, then you don't need to lift a city off the ground. You can cripple Earth without lifting a single person. You can right. just be like, well, I'm all the power th- grids are now all off. All the power grids are now off. All of your nuclear arms are useless. Uh, all of your all banks are now, you know, kaput. All banks are kaput. Every, you know, generator is out. Like I'm just gonna, and that I think would have been a lot more interesting <laughs> if it was just like Earth is. Plunged into darkness. Plunged into darkness, and the chaos that ensues, I think, would have been a lot more interesting. But that's... That's that's Mr. Robot, not the MCU, yep, right? that's exactly what Mr. Robot is. That's exactly what it is, yeah. <laughs> so here's what I... If, you, if he really wanted... If Ultron was really attached to this idea of a meteor, which, okay, whatever. All he has to do is... He can build himself any body he wants, right? Mm-hmm. All he has to do is fly into space, find a comet that, you know, usually gets pretty close to Earth and just nudge it, yep. like, two millimeters. That's what I thought, too. I was like, why aren't you going into space for this? Like, why do you have to start on the ground? That feels like a lot more work. Right, and the whole point is, like, a comet is already moving with this enormous amount of kinetic energy, and the amount of energy it takes to nudge it is not very much, and then it uses that kinetic energy to destroy Earth, as right. opposed to this stationary landmass that you're lifting in the air, like, what oh anyway he lifts it in the air (laughs) and (laughs) they and shield nick fury shows up with the what is it called the the boat the big boat what is it called it's like a carrier i don't know what it's called it has a name i'm sure okay but they're but they're just evacuating the whole city of novigrad out to this big old shield boat ship air space thingy and (laughs) Were you in the writer's room? <laughs> Whatever this is. Meanwhile, there's like punching happening and they're just trying, you know, a lot of people. So Ultron, you know, generates all these like 
subordinate AI, like, like, like the Iron Legion. It's what Tony wanted to do, but it's the evil inverse of what Tony wanted to do. He wanted right. to have the AI consciousness in a bunch of Iron Legion robots. And, you know, he, Ultron does that, but he just makes them evil. Or I guess in his mind, they're not evil. They're just sort of carrying out a, you know, plan. It's never, Ultron never actually makes it super clear why he wants to, like, nope. create this extinction. You know what Absolutely I mean? Absolutely not. He never has the humanity is a disease and I'm the cure kind of speech. He never right. articulates. Which is Thanos' speech. Yeah. Is that, Thanos says that? I mean, Thanos is basically like, you know, in Infinity War, like, you're all overcrowded and you're using up your resources. Oh, sure. But I think someone literally said at some point, like, in some movie, humanity is the disease and I'm the cure. But I don't it, know who. It, isn't it the Matrix? It Maybe. It may be the Matrix, right? But but Ultron never has this, like, very clear moment of, like, let me tell the audience why I'm doing this. Like, if he is so opposed to humanity specifically, then he should be like bioengineering a virus that takes out humanity, right? Because mm-hmm. what he's doing is going to destroy like all life. And what does he have against all life? What does he have against like the redwood forests? Like what is the matter with him? It's, like it just doesn't make any sense. I never understood his motivations, not once. No, no. I mean, and I think, uh, I think he's supposed to sort of be this like, just this chaotic force or like sort of the worst the worst versions of what could happen when your best intentions go wrong right like this idea of you know but all he had to do was say out loud humanity is suffering i i i have i can reach into everything and i can see that almost every human being is suffering. You know, I can round up and say all human beings are suffering. And and the kindest thing to do is for me to put them out of their misery. But he just doesn't ever say anything yeah. that makes me understand why this is his plan. Right, because he seems to have a vendetta specifically against Tony. Oh, yeah. And Vision says, like, off the cuff, like, oh, yeah, he hates you most of all. But, like, why? He's so into, he's like, I have to destroy the Avengers. So if he had a personal thing against the Avengers, that would be one thing. But it's not. He wants to meteor the Earth, but why? Um, so I'm going to jump ahead for a sec to okay. the post credit sequence. With, with Thanos? Yeah, where Thanos just says, fine, I'll do it myself, which I actually thought was kind of clever. But I wonder... I think it was referring to Loki and his scepter. Like, Loki was supposed to conquer the planet with the scepter, but he failed oh, to. Okay. I read so he... it differently... But I read it as like, okay, well, if you didn't succeed at destroying, or like humanity, I'll do it. But then but, again, but, that's not the same Thanos, goal. It's not, and Thanos doesn't have a specific thing against humanity or Earth. That's he right. He has a general thing against all sentient Life. creatures. Uh, this is a mess. This movie. This movie we're not gonna. Yeah, we're not gonna figure it out. No. So there was, and thank you for writing, writing this in the notes. There is one moment where somebody in the screenwriting room wrote this down and was like, we need to have Clint say this. Because... Like, someone in the screenwriter's room had a psychotic break and was like, <laughs> none of this makes any sense. And like, great, let's put that in. The city is flying. We're fighting an army of robots. And I have a bow and arrow. None of this makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Hawkeye. That was Clint. So 
at some point, Quicksilver is killed by Ultron, saving... He, so he throws himself in front of Hawkeye because Hawkeye has, like, a little child in his arms. He's trying to get to the boat. Yeah, I mean, it, this whole movie telegraphs that Clint is going to die, and then he doesn't. Like, which I actually appreciate it, right? Because he's, like, one last, you know... It's always that, like, one last job before retirement, and then that person dies. That was his whole right. vibe throughout the entire movie. And But no, he gets to live. Yeah, so Logan Paul dies in shit. <laughs> so I will say, when I first saw this in the theater, and even last night when I was watching it, when he dies, Scarlet Witch has her silent scream moment. Scar- Scarlet Witch has yes, her like very very enormous reaction that I believe I would have. I like to believe that if I died heroically, that you would also suddenly manifest powers that could take out, like, a legion of robots. Yeah, I I think that's true. And then she straight up goes up to Ultron and rips his heart out and was like, this is great. <laughs> that was like, great! That was great! <laughs> it was great. She was <laughs> like, <laughs> th- he's like, aren't you dead? And she's like, I died already. And, like, this is what it felt like. And this is what you did to me. And rips his metal heart out of his chest. And <laughs> that I was, was like, great. I was like, It yeah. doesn't make any sense why he would have a metal heart but i loved it i me too i was like i was like that's that's my sibling rage like if you mess with my sibling i will come for you that was like i get that that is the thing i get out of all of this the rest of it's a mess i don't understand any of the rest of it at nope. the end of this movie nope it is a sokovia is a mess y'all it's just like i just, yeah this was this was this made none of this made any sense and nope. so basically so now Sokovia is falling back to Earth, sure. And Tony and Thor destroy it, I guess? It's not clear. It blows up somehow. They, it like, kind of, it disintegrates. Yeah, the whole thing with Tony of, like, if I reverse the blah, blah, blah. Polarity like, oh, or whatever. Oh, my yeah, just, God. None of this makes any sense. Or, like, it how did really doesn't. drivers it get really underground? It really doesn't. No, oh, my God. It's so, it's so unexplained. It is so messy. And it's so, like, dark and grim. And and there's so few laugh lines, and it just everybody is so morose the whole movie. It's just like such an unpleasant experience. It's rough. It's rough. So I did kind of like, you know, Vision and it comes up into the last. So at some point, Vision has cut off Ultron's access to the net. <laughs> I hope you can hear my air quotes. So Ultron's just got this one body left, and it's super janky. And Vision kind of comes over and is like, "Hey, buddy, hey." <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I have to destroy you. And Ultron's like, blah, and, the, and God must blah, whatever. And I don't even know what he says. And Vision's just like, yeah, humanity's a mess. And Ultron's like, they're going to destroy themselves. And Vision's like, yeah, I mean, they are. But, you know, there's, they have grace sometimes. And it's a, it's a privilege to walk among them. Anyway, I, you die now. <laughs> and he he mind gems him to death. Yeah. <laughs> and nice lens uh, flare. So they Clint goes back to the farmhouse. They're at a new Avengers facility and so I should say Hulk hulked out at one point and then he takes the Quinjet and you see this thing that you saw at the beginning of the third Thor movie of Natasha being like, hey, buddy, you know, we can't track you in stealth mode. So, like, you have to come home now. And he just, like, turns it off. So we don't see, I suppose, Hulk between this movie and uh, the third Thor movie, right. which is interesting. Right. He's just gone into space. Yeah. 
So Natasha's like super. I mean, I felt really bad for her, right? She basically kisses this guy and then he disappears for like three years. <laughs> like, that's rough. Yeah, which, I mean, if you believe, going back to her, like, I'm a monster thing, right? If you believe that somehow, like, you are broken or you are, like, because of, you know, society's expectations of women, right? You can't fulfill them or some something like that. If, but if you, if that makes you believe that you are broken or not worthy of love or not worthy of a relationship or anything like that, then, like, that must really hurt yes, to be like... Exactly. I think you're great. I adore you. She kisses him. And then he straight up disappears. She must feel like completely devastated. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't really understand at the end, you know, they're all like saying goodbye to each other. Like, oh, I guess, you know, this is the end or something. It's like, why is this the end of anything? Why? Like, what actually happened? Like. Why? Why is Age it like? Well, what actually happened? <laughs> They're all like, like, well, we're parting ways now, are we? Why? What? Why? Well, I mean, I, I, I thought that the idea of the Avengers was like, we'll get together when we need to, but in the meantime, we don't hang out. We're not. We actually don't hang friends. out. We don't. It's not that necessarily we don't hang out, but like, you know, we've got other things to worry about so you know thor we've got solo movies to make right thor rightfully so is like i've got to go see what's up with all of these gem these infinity stones and yeah he says something like four of them have turned up in very recent years and that can't be a coincidence and it's not good so okay i'm gonna go rainbow bridge away now bye right so he yeah and then tony you know kind of has a company to run question mark and he's got pepper who we never see in this we never see yeah and then, you know, but it's supposed to, I think, kind of be that, like, the two Avengers who don't really have outside lives at this point, right? Clint goes Cap, home. Clint, Cap, Cap, right? Cap, Cap and, and, uh, and Natasha stay to, like, train up the new recruits. And I think that's supposed to be a nod to, like, post-Endgame, they're not going to stop making movies, no, 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 no. These make a billion dollars a piece. So it's going to be like who's kind of next on deck, I guess. And that's what this felt like to me. Sure. Falcon and Warhammer, which is like, who could care? And although Vision is snapped and then Scarlet Witch. And so it kind of felt like. It's really you know, weird in retrospect that Vision gets snapped. Or he doesn't, you know, he doesn't get snapped. He gets literally destroyed by Thanos so that Thanos can take the Mind Stone. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't mean snap. Sorry. I meant he's disintegrated or whatever. Like, he he dies. As much as a android can die. So I think it's supposed to be, like, who's next on deck uh, for these movies. Yeah. And and Cap and, and Tony kind of have a little heart-to-heart about, like, you know, Cap doesn't know if he will ever sort of find that stability or if he wants to at this point. Like, is he just kind of a... Uh, you know, war machine, you know, uh, which is a sad, it's sad. And I think that that's also teeing up. Uh, I have a feeling that he's, he's not going to make it through end game. And I also have a feeling right. that Tony's not going to make it through end game. Yeah. They should both die narratively. Like I know that we love them, but yeah, narratively yeah. they should both die. Yeah. And then the post-credit sequence is Thanos just with the gauntlet saying, fine, I'll do it myself. This was not a good movie. <laughs> 
This is not a good movie. This is not an enjoyable watching experience. I enjoyed the pieces of backstory that I now have, but like it was messy and incoherent. Yep. And as a standalone piece of entertainment, almost does nothing. Um, yeah, and almost makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, like it just you know, I remember enjoying it when I saw it. You were you were younger and freer then. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> But I think also, yeah, like, you, it's when the biggest threat that you have is, like, this AI. I mean, I think this this whole situation, the stakes keep getting raised higher and higher. And so when you watch it now, you're sort of like, okay, Ultron seems a little silly in comparison to, like, this thing that's trying to, in, in comparison to Thanos. Um, I don't even know if it's that. I just feel like the way that Ultron was implemented was... It's just sort of nonsensical, and it's a premise that you could do so much with, and they just did almost nothing with it. I mean, like, again, major props to James Spader. He killed the voice acting, and I have no complaints. But, like, he just generic, he's just a generic villain who generically wants to rain destruction on the earth. Like, wouldn't it be so much more interesting if he kind of started... Now, this movie was long enough as is, and I hope you watch the theatrical version. Apparently, there's, a, like, a version that's, like, an hour longer or something available to rent. No. Nope. <laughs> so I was like, no, thank you. But, like, wouldn't it... And again, like, I don't need to add any runtime to this movie, but you could have taken out some of the nonsensical fight and chase scenes and just had it been sort of like, well, what if Ultron is not obviously evil from the jump? What if Tony trusts it Mm. and is like oh you know because an ultra maybe ultron starts out sort of a neutral like oh okay i'm i'm supposed to defend the earth like i get it okay i defend the earth and then something and then he just kind of slowly goes wrong yeah actually i think that would have been super interesting because you could have you could kind of have almost like the naivety of like a new AI being like, okay, I'm going to like, okay, I have my instructions. I'm going to defend the earth. And then it looks around and says, oh, humans are the problem because humans are the thing threatening the earth. Right. Yeah. You, you need that moment. And, and it could be, it could be any number of things, right? It could just be like, oh, global warming is a threat. I'm going to destroy all of these power plants. <laughs> or right. it could be, or it could be generically humans are the thing that's threatening the rest of life on Earth, and therefore I'm going to try to selectively kill humans. Or it could be something like, oh, this country is threatening this other country. Let me wipe out this country. Or let me ri- wipe out the leader of this country. Like, there's so many ways you could have gone with AI that is supposed to protect us turns against us. I think it's a it's it's probably a pretty done trope in I was science say, fiction. It's, it's pretty well trodden territory, I think. Yeah, for sure. Certainly, but it doesn't work for me when there's never any logic to it, and there's never any explanation of it. Of, of right. just like, oh well, here's an AI, and it woke up, and it's evil, and it's just it just wants to pick up a piece of the ground and drop it back on the right. ground. Like, or like if you it, or if you wanted to tie it to Tony, say like, okay. You know, Stark Industries makes bombs and those hurt other people. And that's how he gets Wanda and Pietro on board. Because he's like, he understands that they have been hurt by Stark uh, weapons technology. And so he says, okay, well, then we have to destroy Tony. And so that we have to destroy the Avengers, right? Like, there, you're right. There are a lot of ways that 
if you gave him that directive, he could then have a slower turn. Right. Or, like we said before, if you want to make him maniacal from the jump, there are a lot of ways that an AI can can mess with humanity that doesn't have to do with physically picking up a piece of the earth. <laughs> like, yeah. Which, again, is an s- insanely stupid idea. Yeah. And this um, is supposed to be the smartest, you know, it's an yeah. AI. I mean, I guess aside from vision, it's supposed to be the smartest thing on the planet. It knows everything. Yeah. I mean, so this, I think that, I think Ultron in particular... And a couple of these other movies, too, were the reason why Killmonger and Black Panther made such a big splash. Mm. Because all these think pieces were coming out about how, like, oh, Killmonger solves or or helps Marvel's villain problem. Which is that in all these other movies, like, in Avengers 1, it's these, like, aliens from the sky. In, in this movie, it's this AI that is a psychopath who is kind of doesn't like have a clear motivation in iron man 2 it's like a guy with a vendetta mickey rourke or rourke right mickey rourke yeah um who has a vendetta specifically against tony stark in you know iron man 1 it's jeff bridges in like how ironic tony or like you know you you have a lot or in guardians it's like i don't even really remember in Guardians 1. Well, it's Ronan the Accuser, isn't it? Yeah. But it's like things that sort of feel like not, like they're not making a larger commentary on anything. Whereas They're just weirdly generically evil. Right. And so it's it's easy for you to say, okay, well, they have to kick and punch this thing to death. (laughs) Whereas in in Killmonger's case, in, in Black Panther, you have somebody who is a fully fleshed out character. You, we get a backstory. He has a point of view. You completely understand why he would have that point of view, whether or not you agree with it is a separate thing, but you understand how he would come to that conclusion. You understand how he was sort of made to be this way through his upbringing, but also his American military experience, right? Slash and burn and you know, yeah. all that stuff. And he has, and he is a foil to T'Challa in a way that in the X-Men... Magneto and, and Professor X, yeah. Right. And you understand Magneto's point of view because yes. of his I mean, own wasn't backstory. That, isn't that amazing that those X-Men movies really, in some sense, kicked off the whole superhero genre? I know Spider-Man yeah. came first, but the X-Men really kind of juiced it and you know, made it an ensemble thing. And from yeah. the jump, they realized like we have to make Magneto a character, not just like this randomly evil guy who just yeah. kind of wants to do evil things. Like, no, he survived the Holocaust. He knows what happens when a group of people want to subdue another group of people. And he will be, you know, damned if he sees it happen again, basically. Yeah, essentially. And, and he and Xavier are, Old friends, right? That's the line. And old friend. I think I should call him old friend here. Okay, Ian. Um, that, that's a little bit of Brianna's uh, past watching uh, X2 DVD commentary coming back. <laughs> so, like, yeah, you, you have to make these people or these villains, right? Like, characters in their own right. Otherwise, because when you're watching, like... X1 or X, X3 is a piece of garbage. But like when you're watching X1 or X2... I would rather you... watch X3 than watch this Ultron again. Really? Yes. Oh. 
But when you're watching the first two X-Men, or even some... I'm not a huge fan of the first class movies, but like... I haven't seen any of them. You know, it's a, they're okay. But the original X-Men, you know, you're watching that, and you completely understand why Magneto is making every choice that he makes. Wh- whether or not you agree with it, different story. But you completely understand... <laughs> Listeners, if you have genocidal impulses, we we urge you to talk to a therapist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, this movie is a complete lack of, like, it's a failure of storytelling that the villain is so, like, untethered to any real motivation because that means that the the thing that he picks to do doesn't make any sense the ways that they have to take him down don't make any sense because it's not about, you know, like it, 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 it doesn't, it, it doesn't coalesce. It doesn't cohere. And so, yeah, it's, it's a mess. This movie's a mess. And I'm sorry to say that because I remember enjoying it the first time and the second time around, I, not so much, I guess. Well, that was an admirable summary. I'm not sure what we're going to do next time. Maybe yeah. Guardians 1? So next week, I will respectfully ask that we skip away. It's my birthday. <laughs> is it, though? It is. is it? And I'm going to be having some some festivities. Oh, just make everybody jealous, why don't you? You guys, if you guys want to come to my birthday party, hit me up on Twitter and I will tell you <laughs> what, what's up. But yeah, if you're in Brooklyn, come on down. But yeah, but we'll still have another week or two before Endgame comes out. I think, so we could do something. Yeah. Yeah. So next we week, do Guardians. Yeah. Okay. So everyone, we are off next week, but the following week we might do Guardians of the Galaxy. I would not mind doing that one again. I liked okay. that movie. Guardians one or two? One, please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> please. Fair. Oh boy. Well, you know. Until next time, never compare me to Tony Stark. We'll see you next time, Avengers. I don't know. I, I watched this. Um, you can turn. You're gonna silence your phone. I I it comes through on my computer. So if I keep the sound on gonna, on my computer, then I gonna, have to. You gonna silence your? <laughs> you gonna silence your anything? You can't. You can't mute a tab in Safari. You can do that in Firefox. It's not a tab. It's an application. All right. Um. Well. <laughs> what was I? You yeah. did not need to. <laughs> <laughs> don't address it. <laughs>